Welcome to the Arantia Radio Podcast. Man, what a powerful uh, song there, right? Jennifer Rush. Ooh, pretty powerful. Um, and there's even uh, a more powerful song coming up at the end of this podcast. As you can probably tell, I really dig the music, and music is, a, is an important part of the, the podcast here at Arantia Radio because it helps me to accentuate some of the... Um, some of the subject matter that we talk about. So on this particular podcast, we are going to talk about the word liberty. You'll be hearing a lot about that uh, in the coming days. We talk a lot about liberty and freedom, but it's interesting to take a a gander or a look at how liberty is defined in the Arantia Revelation. And uh, the word liberty is mentioned 152 times. So let us plow through some of the uh, the gems of liberty, and we can we can gain some real insight as to what the revelators want us to know about even the dangers of liberty and what liberty really means on a spiritual level, and even an intellectual level, and also on a societal level, because liberty means different things depend depending on how you apply them in your life and the purposes that they serve. So from uh, Papers 5, Paragraph 6, Choice Liberty, so we start the very beginnings of liberty, and what they mean, and where they come from. Choice Liberty is bestowed by the Universal Father, and such God provides for the sovereign choice of all true personalities. No personal creature can be coerced into the eternal adventure. The portal of eternity opens only in the response to the free will choice of the free will sons of the God of free will. We are endowed by our Creator. That's my statement that I added. But that's in essence where it comes from. This idea that we as personality, as living, intelligent beings, are endowed by our Creator that freedom is our natural state. Continuing on, from paper 39, what is loyalty? It is the fruit of an intellectual or intelligent appreciation of universe brotherhood. One could not take so much and give nothing. As you ascend the personality scale, first you learn to be loyal, then to love, then to be filial, and then you may be free. But not until you are a finaliter, not until you have attained perfection of loyalty, can you realize finality of liberty. So in that statement, they connect liberty with loyalty. The philosophy of the spiritual realm, if you will, from paper 48. To enjoy privilege without abuse, to have liberty without license, to possess power and steadfastly refuse to use it for self-aggrandizement, these are the marks of high civilization. In describing Lucifer's misuse of liberty, they write, From such a magnificent beginning, through evil and error, Lucifer, he embraced sin, and now is numbered as one of three sovereigns in our universe who have succumbed to the urge of self, 
and surrender to the sophistry of spurious personal liberty, rejection of universal allegiance, and disregard of fraternal obligations, blindness to cosmic relationships. And there's where we learn about the real folly of Lucifer. He became self-absorbed, almost narcissistic, on the idea that his idea of personal liberty overrode every other person's liberty. From paper 54 also, true liberty is the quest of the ages and the reward of evolutionary progress. False liberty is the subtle deception of the error of time and the evil of space. Enduring liberty is predicated on the reality of justice, intelligence, maturity, fraternity, and equity. Interesting words. Liberty is a self-destroying technique of cosmic existence when its motivation is unintelligent, unconditioned, and uncontrolled. True liberty is progressively related to reality and is ever regardful of social equity, cosmic fairness, universe fraternity, and divine obligations. From paper 54, section one, paragraph four, liberty is suicidal when divorced from material justice. Intellectual fairness, social forbearance, moral duty, and spiritual values. Liberty is non-existent apart from cosmic reality, and all personal reality is proportional to its divinity relationships. So true liberty exists only when it coexists with all parties. From paper 54, the next paragraph, unbridled self-will and unregulated self-expression equals unmitigated selfishness, the acne of ungodliness. Liberty without the associated and ever-increasing conquest of self is a figment of egoistic mortal imagination. Self-motivated liberty is a conceptual illusion, a cruel deception. License masquerading in the garments of liberty is the forerunner of abject bondage. And I interpret that as meaning you become a slave to your own liberty. True liberty is the associate of genuine self-respect. False liberty is the consort of self-admiration. True liberty is the fruit of self-control. False liberty, the assumption of self-assertion. Self-control leads to altruistic service. Self-admiration tends toward the exploitation of others. For the selfish aggrandizement of such a mistaken individual as is willing to sacrifice righteous attainment for the sake of possessing unjust power over his fellow beings. There is no error greater than the species of self-deception which leads intelligent beings to crave the exercise of power over other beings for the purpose of depriving these persons of their natural liberties. The golden rule of human fairness cries out against all such fraud unfairness, selfishness, and unrighteousness. Only true and genuine liberty is compatible with the reign of love and the ministry of mercy. 
How dare the self-willed creature encroach upon the rights of his fellows in the name of personal liberty when the supreme rulers of the universe stand back in merciful respect for these prerogatives of will and potentials of personality? No being in the exercise of his supposed personal liberty has a right to deprive any other being of those privileges of existence conferred by the creators and duly respected by all their loyal associates, subordinates, and subjects. No being in all the universe has the rightful liberty to deprive any other being of true liberty, the right to love and be loved, the privilege of worshiping God and of serving his fellows. Your ancient mortals are entitled to liberty. They should create their systems of government. They should adopt their constitutions. And having done this, they should select their most competent and worthy fellows as chief executives. The ideal state functions under the impulse of three mighty and coordinated drives. Number one, love loyalty, derived from the realization of human brotherhood. Number two, intelligent patriotism based on wise ideals. And number three, a well-defined goal based on cosmic insight, eternal realities. The laws of the ideal state are few in number. They have passed out of the taboo age into the era of positive progress of individual liberty consequent upon enhanced self-control. Paper 81. Liberty subject to group regulation is the legitimate goal of social evolution. Liberty without restrictions is the vain and fanciful dream of unstable and flighty human minds. In conclusion, as we celebrate liberty and freedom during this season, we might also give thought to the responsibility we have to use our freedoms wisely. For they are a true privilege, freedom, even as the Declaration of Independence declares, are endowed by our Creator. And then one more quote, one final true gem on the subject of liberty on the Arantia Radio podcast. And this comes from, it's a short one really, from paper 194. The first mission of this spirit, of course, to foster and personalize truth. For it is the comprehension of truth that constitutes the highest form of human liberty. 